from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. John Leonetti in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Friday, May 8th. Yes, we made it to a Friday. Father Andrew Winchettel coming up here soon, Iowa Catholic Radio Spiritual Advisor. Again, talk about the Gospel of John, which is this Sunday's Gospel. A little spiritual chat alongside. Rachel Bullman coming up at 7.15 today. Love her writing. She is one of my favorite bloggers. She blogs over there at Word on Fire, co-hosts a podcast with her husband as well, which is really good. Uh, Rachel's going to be talking about her newest post crowning Mary in COVID-19 lockdown. So we'll talk to Rachel about this month of May, which is the month of Mary. Talk about some ways that maybe you can crown Mary in your own home if you're not able to do so or attend a uh, a mass in which they they would do it. So uh, Rachel Bowman's got some great ideas on that and some advice that she's given to families right now looking to pray the rosary together and really increase that devotion to Jesus through Mary. Bob Schutz coming up at 745 today, best-selling author of Be Healed and Be Transformed. He's got a new book, Be Devoted, by Ave Maria Press. We're going to talk to him all about that book as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, whether straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwell will have your saint of the day in the second half hour. Jam-packed show coming up. Deacon Tony Valdez, that's all for our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Am I reading this correctly? We're talking snowstorms in May. <laughs> you're getting the card ahead of the horse. We're uh, that must be down the line next week. I think you're reading into. Well, not for us. I'm looking out east. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> We've got some stuff that may come in next week uh, later on. But uh, yeah, out east. Uh, talking with Deacon Tony when I uh, signed on. That uh, that doesn't look fun out there for a Mother's Day weekend, does it? No, it does not at all. But I, you know, what else are you going to do? You might as well shovel some snow. Oh sure, yeah. Add, add to your exercise routine out there, but yeah, they're oh, yeah. they're going to be braced for that. We're going to be braced for a, a frost, uh, well, advisory and a frost warning around here tonight. So, folks, get your plants, your uh, if you have stuff outside, flowers and that, get that covered because uh, we have potential for frost. So you don't want to have all that hard work go to waste. So I don't know what they're going to do in Pella with all the tulips that have bloomed, but uh, uh, some things to think about tonight, John. I told Teresa that yesterday, right when I got done with the show, and she appreciated that. She was a little surprised, but uh, yes, we're going to have those covered. Yeah, but not a surprise to the folks out east that are going to wake up with snow tomorrow morning. Uh, that uh, That is wild, but it, it's possible in May. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, indeed. It can stay there. I'm, I'm okay with that, though. 
Now, yesterday morning we had the uh, your your tale of the uh, six-hour sauce that you like to cook, and we had a few comments about that. One from a certain priest in Ankeny says you just go through Fazoli's and pick it up through the drive-through. Any thoughts on that uh, uh, kind of analogy? Well, that was hilarious. He said it's a seven-minute wait, and and that is true indeed. Uh, you know, Fazoli's has probably got some some good sauce up there, but. I'm telling you, once you once you try this sauce, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna. Uh, you know, this might be your new favorite. I, I, I mean it. Oh my, oh my goodness! Six hours of just watching and uh, you know keeping sauce on. I've never heard that. I've I've heard a few hours, but that's a long time. That's that's half the day shot. But I'll take no, your word I'm for it. I, I tell you, the whole the whole house smells like sauce. You got that kind of garlicky onion smell as well, kind of permeating it, it, it all throughout the house. It's it's mm. something. Well, it beats the burnt smell that was going on with your grilled cheese back in the early days of the pandemic, uh, back in March and early April. It beats the burnt smell. No, that's a that's a routine uh, toast, uh, you know, morning for me. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll follow up with you on that in the uh, the second half hour. I look forward to that. That's, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Six-hour <laughs> six sauce. All right. Right now from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. It is We have partly cloudy skies. Get out the sunglasses today. 42 degrees right now. It's chilly, though. North winds at 13 miles per hour, gusting up to 22 miles per hour here at the uh, Mercy One Studios. And today we will see sunny skies here in central Iowa, a little bit cooler. Normal high is right around 70. Today we're going to reach 54 degrees. Those north winds will keep it cooler. North winds 15 to 25 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight we do have a frost warning and a frost advisory. Frost warning for areas like Mason City, Fort Dodge, Ames, Marshalltown, Grinnell, and Montezuma from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. And in here in central Iowa, we just have a frost advisory. So you might want to cover the plants as overnight lows will dip right around freezing. Northwest winds will shift to the southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour overnight. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry during the day, a high of 60 for your Saturday. Saturday night, rain, uh, overnight low of 40. And then on Sunday, Sunday and Mother's Day, partly cloudy and windy. They've taken the rain out of the forecast and cooler, a high of just 55 degrees. And on Monday, partly cloudy with a high of 57 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, very chilly Friday morning, uh, thousands more Iowans are applying for unemployment benefits, but the numbers are just starting to lessen. Uh, Iowa Workforce Development reports nearly 24,700 unemployment claims were filed last week in the state of Iowa. Since mid-March, Iowa's seen multiple records for jobless filings, with the peak at over 64,000 in one week. Now, for last week alone, unemployment insurance benefit payments topped $50 million. Now, overall, more than 181,000 people are now getting jobless benefits statewide. Industries with the most claims include manufacturing, health care, accommodation and food service, and retail trade. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, a decision about Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, should be made made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we had rain overnight, so it's rather damp, but partly cloudy right now, 42 degrees, uh, very chilly, north winds at 13, gusting to 22 miles per hour this morning, and today we will see sunny skies with a high of 54 degrees. It'll remain cooler with the north winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour. And reminder, a frost advisory and a frost warning in effect for central and northern Iowa uh, tonight. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio, news, weather, and sports. 
Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We will start things off accident-free. Uh, do be aware of all the construction that is happening out and a lot of the uh, pop-up construction from a day-to-day. So keep an eye on signs as you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew Winchettle now, talking about Sunday's gospel. Good morning, Father. Morning. Uh, John 14, 1 through 12 is this Sunday's gospel, friends. And here, Father, Jesus leaves no room for other spiritual gurus, no other other leaders. Jesus points to himself, drawing people to himself over and over and over again. Not a philosophical ideology here, but himself he presents to the world. Right, yeah, it's coming back up again, and we're on the downward trend with the Easter season, and he's reminding them that, uh, here's his famous line, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And as you alluded to, and we've discussed in the past, uh, there's no other philosophical leader in the world who does this. Um, you look at Buddha, he has his nirvana, or he has a way that he knows of, uh, a path, but he, he doesn't equate himself with that directly like Jesus does, uh, and, and any others, Confucius and so forth, uh, uh, they don't do this. Um, and he's saying, look, um, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Is, is There's no way around it, and uh, we do well to follow him, um, and the, the apostles do exactly that. Um, uh, thankfully, our, all our first readings for, in the Easter season come from the Acts of the Apostles, and we see in the early church, uh, the infant church, if you will, the new Israel, uh, that is doing what Israel was supposed to do all along, and, and to bring people uh, to uh, Jesus, even though they didn't necessarily know Jesus like we do, uh, still to bring them to God, uh, and, um, and eventually to the eternal life that he offers. Jesus also, uh, you know, presents to the world and, and uh, of course, to the church, it's, its understanding of the Trinity, and the church draws from this gospel and others, uh, its teaching on the Trinity. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father, Jesus says. Do, not believe that I am, do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Here we have an, an, an basic understanding here of, of uh, where the Church draws its teachings uh, from the Trinity. Exactly, and, and it's, as the, I believe it's the second reading that alludes to from St. Peter, uh, this is a great stumbling block, uh, that God would become man. Why would God do that? Um, well, we're Elsewhere in Scripture, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, 
Um, so it's it's in his because of his great love for us that he wants to make himself known to us and draw us to him, and that's exactly Jesus' mission. And which would eventually get him killed is is for the blasphemy. What the Jews consider blasphemy that he's equating himself with God. Yeah. Uh, John 14, 1 through 12, friends, that's this Sunday's gospel. I encourage you to read it over. I know many of you are streaming masses right now. Try to prepare for uh, the, the mass that you are streaming for. Uh, go to usccb.org. There's other different apps and resources out there to be able to help you read over the first, second responsorial psalms, the gospel for this Sunday. And uh, this is a rich one. Father Andrew Winchettle, would you give us your blessing this morning? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father Andrew Winchell, everyone. Thanks, Father. Have a good weekend. Welcome. Take care. All right, friends. When we come back, Rachel Bullman's going to be on, talking about her newest blog, Crowning Mary in a COVID-19 lockdown. She's one of my favorite bloggers. Looking forward to talking to Rachel right after this in some ways that you can uh, crown Our Lady in your own home as well. If you've never done that, or maybe you've never attended a Mass in which that is done, uh, she's going to inspire you. I know this has already inspired me to do so with my family. We haven't done it yet, but because of this, we are right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is a Friday. Thank you to Dean Bell. Talked to Dean yesterday for a good 20 minutes on the phone. He's doing well. Spirits are well as well. 963-4494 residential re-roofs. He's got three teams out there working on a full-time basis right now. Roofing for over 30 years. Residential re-roofs. 963-4494. Support for programming partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. 
Hello, everyone. This is John Martinoni from Open Line Monday. I always tell people Catholic Radio does three primary things. It makes good Catholics better Catholics. It brings fallen away Catholics back to the faith. And it brings non-Catholics closer to and sometimes even into the faith. Your money towards Catholic Radio is going for a very good cause. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. John Lee Nettie, the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. We have made it to a Friday. Coming up in the second half hour, Bob Schutz going to be coming back on the show. Best-selling author of Be Healed and Be Transformed. Founder of the John Paul II Healing Center in Tallahassee, Florida. He's got a new book out called Be Devoted from Ave Maria Press. So we'll talk to Bob Schutz all about that. In the meantime, let's go to one of my favorite writers, regular contributor, Word on Fire blog, co-host a podcast with her husband as well, School of Humanity, Rachel Bullman, back on the show. Hey, Rachel. Good morning. How are you? You did it again. You, you just seem to continue to knock these out of the park. I loved it. Crowning Mary in a COVID-19 lockdown, you have officially inspired me to do this in my family next week. Well, thanks be to God, you know? I mean, you. I think we don't, we don't pay attention enough to it happening in Mass, you know? It's kind of like we just expect it to come in May, and now that we're not attending public Masses everywhere, so it's really important for us to be able to continue that liturgical living at home. For those who have never heard of this before, what is a May crowning? You know, the month of May has for a long time been dedicated to revering Our, our Lady. And in, in the article, I actually talk about uh, Mense Mayo, which is a, a, a document from Pope Paul VI that he wrote in 1945, where he really just talked about the fact that this is a pious custom, which we pay honor to our Blessed Virgin during this time. And it's a really beautiful time to turn to her. And it just so happens that it's also the same month where Mother's Day happens. And so usually we're getting ready in the church to welcome our first communicants. And to begin the month of May by crowning Our Lady in our parishes. So I remember last year, actually two years ago, really poignant for us as we had uh, our first communicant, first first communicant in our family, and he was chosen to actually lay the crown on Our Lady. And I asked him about it the other night when we were doing our May crowning at home, and he remembers it vividly of just getting the honor to walk up at the beginning before Mass had even begun and be able to lay the crown on Our Lady's head. Um, and it was just such a beautiful, beautiful thing that we do in our church to make sure that we understand that Our Lady always leads us to her son. And it's a beautiful tradition that our church gives us. Walk me through how this can uh, can can be performed, how we can do this in our own homes now. Obviously, we're not able to, to attend church in the meantime, but we want to we be able to do this. I, I know I do. How do we do it? Yeah, so it depends. You know, a couple of years ago when I had access to a craft store, which we just started opening those where I'm at now, but if you do, you can always go and get like a little garland of uh, flowers that they have. Sometimes they have them on wires, you know, like in the floral department. So you can do that. Or if you're super crafty, go and pick up some, some flowers from your yard and tie all those together and be able to make a crown for her. The other way that you could do it with your children, if you don't have a Marian statue that's large enough, to do this, you can also just print out some coloring pages of Our Lady and have your children be able to draw their own crowns around her head. 
And it's just a beautiful way for them to draw into a Marian devotion. And I know that for us, what we did is we have a little two-foot two foot statue. I say little, but it's about two feet tall. It's very light. And the night that we did our May crowning, we brought her out because she's kind of up on our mantle. So we brought her out and brought her down to the children's level. And I have friends of mine that will take their statue and they'll process around their house with her and just singing Marian hymns. And so we brought her down and placed her on the floor with the children. We all sat around her. And right before this, all of my children have written down things that they wanted to ask her to help them pray for, so to ask for her intercession for. And then right before that, right before we did the crowning, each one of them actually took a second to say hello to her. You know, my children are very young, so they're nine, seven, six, and three. And so I just said, do you want to say anything to Our Lady? And the things that they say are just so beautiful. And the Lord is so good to use our children to reveal to us His love and what He desires for our own hearts. And I remember my daughter, she was so sweet. She's only three, and she said, Mary, I love your face. <laughs> and Mary, <laughs> I, love you. I love your baby. That's what she said, I love your baby. And because our statue is Our Lady holding Jesus. And so we went through that, and then we sang the Salve Regina together, and my first communicant son now, this year, he actually placed the crown on her head during that time. And his face, when he came and sat down next to me, which I'm sure you know that face, the face of just, like, utter pride that I got to do that. And so yeah. he was so excited to be able to place that crown. And they, they look for her now. In the morning, they come in, and they're, my, my husband put, put her back onto our mantle, and they would they walked in the living room like oh she moves back up there I said yes so they they're a little bit more aware of her presence now and even before we started to do it I remember telling them you know I'm your mommy on earth but this is your mommy in heaven and when you can't speak to me or you feel like maybe there's something that you would rather talk to her about I ask you to do that you talk to our blessed mother because I am only a good mother because she is a good mother to you mm. and. And they really enjoyed that time. And so it's really a practical thing that you can do by being able to draw more attention to her in your home, especially during this month of May. Powerful, Rachel. It's powerful. Um, we're talking to <laughs> Rachel Bullman right now. And uh, on, on her new blog, and, and you can go to wordonfire.org to be able to find this, friends. Crowning Mary in a COVID-19 lockdown uh, is where you can find it as well. Um, you also talked about doing this in your own heart. And, and you gave some, uh, I thought, some some great advice and being able to go to some virtual Marian shrine tours. Yes. Yeah. You can just sit down and Google because I've never been, I, I remember going to the Basilica in DC and just being completely moved by the number of apparitions of our lady that a lot of people aren't even aware of being able to walk through all of the different countries. And so you can't physically do that right now, but what you can do is just jump on whatever search engine you use and drop in Virtual Marian Pilgrimage, or Virtual Shrine Tour, Marian Shrine Tour. And all of these various ones come up. I know that whenever I pulled it up, I was able to see the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe and La Crosse, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. And then you do get to see the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in D.C. Um, the other one that came to mind was the Redemptorist Mater Chapel in the Apostolic Palace. You can go through and view these things with your children. 
And it's just, it, it, even if you want to do it alone, because I know that there might be some people listening that are like, my children are teenagers, or I don't have any children at home right now. I'm not, it seems a little juvenile to do a, a crowning of Mary. But because the crowning of Mary and just our attention to her is only to draw us closer to the child in her arms, for us mm. to be able to draw closer to her son. And so for us to have a disposition towards her, it's only to have a disposition to her son. And it's so important for us to know that that's her only duty. That is her only, her, her life is built on her fiat and her yes of drawing people in to do whatever he tells us, do whatever he tells us to do. And for us as adults, it's not juvenile to want to crawl into the arms of Our Lady, and it's not juvenile to desire for her to help you pray better and for you to know her son better. And there's so many ways to do that with that virtual shrine tour to be able to look up that beautiful encyclical from JP2 where he wrote about Redemptorist Mater, Mother of the Redeemer, one of my favorite documents. You can look that up and, and read it. There's so many different beautiful books out there on her. Daughter Zion is one of my favorites from Joseph Ratzinger, even lesser known as The Handmaid of the Lord from Adrian von Speyer. And both of those are just really beautiful reflections on our Marian belief, our Marian love. And so there's so many ways for you to draw closer to her in the efforts to draw closer to her son, no matter what your vocation or your life right now. You also talked about Pope Francis's uh, encouragement as he gently encourages the world to pray the rosary during this time. Yes, and we, the other two weeks ago, we did a live rosary on Facebook Live for our local parish, for our home parish. And remember, my children are from four children from nine to three. My three year old cried 40% of the time. Um, And we're doing this on Facebook Live, so there's no like trying to hide or anything. So she is. She's rolling around at my feet crying, and we just trucked right on through it because my other children love it, and they love this opportunity to pray this rote prayer that kind of directs them into this moment of peace. So Pope Francis, of course, in all of his fatherly wisdom, was like, you know, you should be praying this, especially during the month of May. He even wrote two new prayers for us to add on to the rosary at the beginning or at the end, and they're extremely beautiful. You can actually go and see those if you look up the Pope Francis's letter to families for the month of May. And he says in there, you know, I'm going to be praying these with you so we can be in spiritual union with our Holy Father and be drawn more into relationship with our mother. It's a beautiful thing for us to do, and your children desire it. I know that the rosary is scary. I know that it might seem like a long thing to do, but my kids love to color the diff- like different coloring pages of the mysteries, and then they actually lead them because a lot of the all the road prayers of the rosary are prayers that they already know. So for them to go through and just say in our Father and then follow up with Ten Hail Marys, and the rest of them we have written out so that those that can read can read along with us. And I know that my, my three-year-old mumbles along with, it, with us as we go along, but they really enjoy it and get really excited to lead those, those various decades. And I think that families that try it for the first time are really surprised by how much their children sit still and enjoy it. And even when they don't, how it's not distracting because you're together. And that makes our Holy Family so happy, I think. Crowning Mary in a COVID-19 lockdown. You can find it at wordonfire.org, friends. Rachel Bowman, how's that book coming along? 
it's coming along. A lot more being done here in this this, this social distancing. So it's it's going to be way ahead of deadline, I think. <laughs> I love to hear it, Rachel. Thanks for coming on. We love having you on the show. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You as well. That's Rachel Bullman, everyone. Good stuff. And and really, anything that you can read from her, go to wordonfire.org, and uh, you can find some of her different blogs there. All right, coming up, friends, Bob Schutz in the second half hour, best-selling author of Be Healed and Be Transformed, founder of the John Paul II Healing Center in Florida. Bob's coming back on the show to talk about his newest book, Be Devoted, from Ave Maria Press. Looking forward to talking to Bob in the seventh, second half hour again. It is Friday. It's May 8th. John Leonetti in the morning. Don't go anywhere, friends. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Full range of residential plumbing services right here in Des Moines. You know, household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. And most of us don't know something goes wrong until it actually does go wrong. I don't like that. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time, goldenrulephc.com. That's goldenrulephc.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am you also may be. Where I am going you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus tries to comfort the disciples because in the preceding passage he foretells their desertion of him. He even instructs them to have faith and walk his way so that despite their failings there will still be a place for them. While we might easily get off track in life, Jesus' way can't possibly fail us because unlike other ways, it always leads to eternal life with our Heavenly Father. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. No man is an island we can be found. No man is an island when you go. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, Eddie, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
appreciate you being a part of the show today. Coming up, uh, we're going to be talking to Bob Schutz. He's back on the show. He is the, uh, the founder of John Paul II Healing Center in Tallahassee, Florida. He's got a new book out called Be Devoted from Ave Maria Press. We're going to talk to him all about that book. We loved having Bob on the first time, and I think we'll enjoy having him on the second. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up. An interesting one indeed here in the second half hour. Jimmy, with your traffic as well. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. You know, I can honestly say I have never actually looked forward to cutting the grass, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Oh, John, you have been self-quarantined a little bit too long. I know you like social distancing, but my goodness, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was even telling my wife that yesterday. I said I might even cut the grass tomorrow, which is today instead of Saturday. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, you're going to join those uh, folks that like to do it two or three times a week, whether it needs it or not. Uh, you just like riding on that lawnmower or pushing that mower in the in this case. But hats off to you, my friend. Well, I got someone in mind when you say they like to do it two or three times when it doesn't even need to be done. <laughs> doesn't even need to be done, yeah. Yeah, just something to do. Get out there. Enjoy that uh, outdoors. Now, for me, when they mow the lawn, my allergies kick in. That's the, the bad part. So, uh, so far, so good right now. You know, I haven't had allergies my entire life except for the last couple years. So I don't know if that's something that's kind of coming upon me now as I get a little older, but uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I know my allergy doctor when I was growing up, uh, he said, you'll outgrow them. What I, I did, I was about uh, college age and I kind of outgrew them. And they come back, they flare up during the, you know, when the seasons come about. But, uh, yeah, they can come back later in life. So and you're a young guy, so that's, that is surprising. You may have to, I may have to recommend an allergist for you because I know a couple good ones. I'll take it. But like I said, you better keep those sneezes at home. Don't you dare be doing that in your office, man. You'll get kicked out of there so fast. <laughs> oh, I've already, we hear that all the time. Somebody sneezes or coughs and it says, yep, there's two, there's a two week vacation right there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, listen, John, it is it is Mother's Day weekend on, on Sunday. Unfortunately, we, we can't enjoy like we uh, do most of the time. We take our, our mothers, our wives, uh, the mother of our children out to dinner. Unfor- that'll be have to be done inside. And for you, your wife gets a treat, six-hour sauce. That's it. That's it. And it not only gets to taste it and, and eat it, she's going to be able to smell it all day long. Uh, just uh, have your phone close by on Sunday. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll be uh, probably tweeting a few or, or messaging a few things uh, to see how that's going. We'll uh, we'll quote unquote surprise her with breakfast in the morning. She's not able to come downstairs until that's done. Now we don't do breakfast in bed. That, that's one thing my wife just doesn't like. She's never gotten into it. She she is not a fan of that. So mm-hmm. we, we'll be eating breakfast at the dinner table, but the kids will be cooking. All right, that sounds that sounds like a winner. And uh, yes, uh, happy Mother's Day uh, ahead of time to our, our great mothers out there, and uh, we we love them and we appreciate all they do for us. Indeed, my friend. Happy Mother's Day to all. That's right. All right, well, let's get right to it as we kick off this Mother's Day weekend here in Central Iowa from the WHO TV 
Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we had some rain overnight, a little bit damp, but it's partly cloudy. Get get out the sunglasses. 42 degrees right now. North winds keeping things a little bit uh, chilly. North winds at 13 miles per hour, gusting to 22 miles per hour at the Mercy One Studios here in central Iowa. And today we will see sunny skies with a high of 54 degrees. North winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour, so to remain cooler throughout the day. Tonight we have a, a freeze warning in effect for northern Iowa, a frost warning in effect for central Iowa, as it will be mostly clear, and the overnight lows dipping down near 32 degrees, uh, with northwest winds switching to the southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour overnight. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry during the day, a high of 60 degrees for your Saturday. Rain Saturday night into Sunday on Mother's Day, partly cloudy and windy, with a high of 55 degrees, and on Monday, partly cloudy with a high of 57 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Friday morning, Thousands more Iowans are applying for unemployment benefits, but the numbers are starting to lessen. Iowa Workforce Development reports nearly 24,700 unemployment claims were filed last week in the state of Iowa. Since mid-March, Iowa has seen multiple records for jobless filings, with the peak at over 64,000 in one week. Now, for last week alone, unemployment insurance benefit payments topped $50 million. Overall, more than 181,000 people are now getting jobless benefits statewide. Industries with the most claims include manufacturing, health care, accommodation and food service, and retail trade. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, a decision about Iowa's two high school summer sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we did have some rain overnight. Currently, it's partly cloudy, 42 degrees, north winds at 13 miles per hour, gusting to 22 miles per hour, keeping the temperatures very chilly out there this morning. Today, we'll see sunny skies with a high of 54 degrees, north winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour. And tonight, a reminder of frost advisory here in central Iowa, a freeze warning in effect for northern Iowa, so you might want to cover those flowers and plants up overnight as we could see frost here in central Iowa. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are still accident-free, so looking good for a drive if you're headed out this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, so I don't want to confuse you here. We're going to talk about two St. Peter's of Tarentes, uh, but we're only celebrating one today. Yes, St. Peter of Tarentes, he lived one century, they lived a century apart from each other, and today St. Peter was actually a Cistercian monk. The other man was the same name, became Pope Innocent the fifth. So the Peter we're focusing on today served as the abbot of his monastery and was subsequently named Archbishop of Tarentes. 
replacing a bishop who had been deposed because of corruption. Peter tackled his new assignment with vigor. He brought reform into his diocese, replaced lax clergy, and reached out to the poor. He visited all parts of his mountainous diocese regularly. After about a decade as bishop, Peter disappeared for a year and lived quietly as a lay brother at an abbey in Switzerland. When he was found out, the reluctant bishop was persuaded to return to his pope. He again focused many of his energies on the poor. Peter died on his way home from an unsuccessful papal assignment to reconcile the king of France and England. Can you imagine a bishop just disappearing? Yes, but he came back indeed, dying faithfully. We ask St. Peter of Tarentaise to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. A deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you and has been doing the work for you for the last 30 years. 224-1776. That is 515-224-1776. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Bob Schutz. He's back on the show to talk about his new book, Be Devoted. When Bob came on the first time, he was talking about his John Paul II Healing Center. I'm going to ask him about it again because it really is something interesting to me. And I think many people have found and will continue to find great benefit from it. Bob Schutz, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on this Friday, May 8th. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A family, a Catholic family, veteran family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder wells, window wells, and more. I'm passionate about their work and service they provide. Honesty and integrity. You can count on 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, May 8th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Daniel Danzo. Father Danzo is pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Neola and St. Columbanus Parish in Weston. Happy birthday. The Theology of the Body Institute is offering a free virtual conference this weekend. This worldwide event starts today at noon Eastern time and runs until Sunday, May 10th at midnight. Conference presenters include Jeff Cavins, Matt Frad, Christopher West, Chris Stefanik, Jen Settle, and many, many more. Visit tobvirtualconference.com. That's tobvirtualconference.com. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be visiting with a few local Catholic truckers. Randy Eubank and Bruce Chester will talk about their work on the front lines hauling groceries for Hy-Vee. That's this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr Wednesday mornings at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. 
Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. Uh, Catholic News Agency reporting that for the first time in over a century, the annual May 13th celebrations at the Fatima Shrine uh, shrine will uh, take place without the physical presence of pilgrims. The Bishop of Fatima has confirmed. Cardinal Antonio Marto said in a May 3rd statement that the celebrations for the feast of Our Lady of Fatima, quote, will take place as was announced without the physical presence of pilgrims in the name of prudence to avoid the risk of spreading the novel coronavirus. So uh, they're going to be doing that. I think I, I'm pretty sure they're offering it uh, virtually, but I'll give you some updates on that. I know some listeners that uh, enjoy and have enjoyed being there for this uh, on pilgrimage. But yes, no pilgrims for that May 13th celebration. Let's go to our last guest of the day, best-selling author of Be Healed and Be Transformed, founder of the John Paul II Healing Center in Tallahassee, Florida. Bob Schutz back on the show. Hey, Bob. Hey, John. Good to be with you. Thanks for coming back, man. Be devoted. This is all about healing our marriages. And, uh, you know, you, you've really kind of tackled this. Why? Well, like you, I have a, a great passion and desire for marriage and family and love the church's teaching and and yet have a desire for people to be able to, to have it in a very practical way that, that helps uh, marriage couples and individuals kind of live that out in a, in a way that's... Uh, transforming their marriage, transforming their life, and How, know it from my own personal experience. If someone's sitting there right now thinking, you know, I've, I've got an okay marriage. I don't have a great marriage. I don't have a bad marriage, but I want to take it to the next level. Uh, I'm assuming you'd say, read my book. What's the second thing you'd encourage them to do? Um, I think really, particularly now during this time, to really put a focus there. I think we take, take our marriages so much for granted because they're the stable part of our life sometimes, and and we focus on everything else. And right now, with everything that's going on, I think it's a great time to to focus in, particularly in the relationship, and in in prayer. You know, just added prayer uh, to say, help me to see my spouse, my husband, my wife, in with your eyes, and to love them with your love, just at a very basic level. You say the key to a healthy and passionate marriage is, is as simple as fostering genuine love and affection or devotion. Uh, and it, you talk about that, of course, not just for each other, but to our Lord, walking in that same direction. Yeah, I, I found in my own life that the point when I was struggling most in my marriage, I was also struggling most in my spiritual life. Mm. And that my lack of devotion at, at that point in my marriage was a lack of devotion in my relationship with Jesus. So I think they go hand in hand. I, I, I think without a genuine uh, 
love with with you with our relationship with the Lord and receiving from Him. We don't have anything to give to our spouses. We just then take rather than give. As a marriage therapist for, for many years, uh, like you have been, what, what have you found that is kind of, uh, I guess you would say, um, uh, overriding when it comes to marriage couples and what it is that they're struggling with? Uh, there's a lot of things, but I think a lot of it uh, I see is is we we tend to come into marriage wanting to get, uh, you know, get our needs met. You know, it's, it's kind of like the fantasy relationship of I'm not going to be lonely, I'm going to be loved in a way that I need to be loved. And then when that doesn't happen the way that we want it to happen, uh, we, we begin trying to, to change each other rather than loving each other. And that spills over into every area, whether it's finances or the sexual relationship or raising children. You know, it's kind of like that common denominator of uh, grasping at, trying to trying to get rather than being focused on giving and having communion in that. The uh, second part of your book offers wisdom and guidance for restoring trust when it is damaged. Um, give us a snapshot of what that can look like. Yeah, I, I think, first of all, it starts with humility and recognizing that when I'm hurt, I've probably also hurt my spouse. When there's when there's a loss of trust there, uh, we tend to focus out on what they've done and how they might have hurt us rather than focus in and say, what have I done and how have I specifically not loved my my wife well, you know, in my case. Uh, and and then, to, you know, too often times we say, well, I'm sorry, you know, not even asking for forgiveness, or we don't even say I'm sorry and we just move on, rather than specifically looking at the things of the ways in which we've broken the trust and making a making a commitment not only to our spouse but to God to say, okay, I'm going to work on this area to restore trust and to be trustworthy in that. Uh, in the first part of, part of the book, you focus on building intimacy, unity, and communion, and, and you know that. I, I, you know, do do you switch the two? Is there a reason you put that first, and then you know, restoring the the trust when it's been damaged second? Uh, I could go either way, uh, but that's the way we teach it in our conferences. You know, we do our marriage conferences, and we teach, sure. and we find that that it builds a lot of uh, grace to look at the deeper issues when you have that that closeness. It's hard to deal with our issues when we're so disconnected, you know. But also, it's hard to get close when you're not trusting. So. It is circular, uh, but I find in the marriage conferences when we when we're able to build that intimacy uh, as couples without focusing on the on the harder issues, that there's a joy there and there's a there's a an easier willingness to go into the harder stuff. Uh, you you know, and this is something that I like about this book and, and many of the books that you uh, you have written. They come with really practical tools. You know, for instance, um, uh, scripts for apologizing and tackling difficult discussions that that you would uh, otherwise maybe not be able to do or say with a spouse. And you may say, well, I, you know, apologizing is pretty simple. Just say I'm sorry and move on. But you know, there's more to it. Yeah, there is a lot more to it. Yeah, I, I think in the book we have a letter writing exercise, and it's similar to what we do in our conferences. And it's really powerful when you see it in the conferences and the couples come back after having written the letters of apology and forgiven each other. They're, they're changed. I mean, it's like it's, it's just like this really radical shift that you see and they're holding hands and they're kissing each other. It's just beautiful to watch. 
Uh, tell me about the John Paul II Healing Center. Uh, you've been on the show before to talk about it, but uh, for those that have never heard of it, what is it? Yeah, I, we started about uh, 15 years ago, and uh, it's taking the teaching, particularly of John Paul II, uh, which has really influenced me and the way that I've uh, lived my marriage and profession, but taking the teaching and applying it to the healing of our lives and all the different areas of our lives, and then and then training others to help carry that mission out. So we have conferences for uh, married couples, for priests, for religious, for bishops, for uh, you know the average Catholic uh, parishioner. Uh, their healing conferences, their training conferences, conferences related to um, sexuality, uh, equipping for ministry, uh, a whole, whole series of things. We have a big staff, women's conferences, men's conferences. When you first became a therapist, was this kind of your long-term view, looking at all this through the Catholic lens, most especially? No, it, it really evolved. Uh, I, I, when I was in graduate school, I had good Catholic friends, and we would look at what we were learning from that lens. And I always integrated at some level, but it really grew over time as I grew in my faith, and uh, particularly after an experience in my early 30s of, of encountering the Holy Spirit and, and really having my life shift at that point. And then, then there became a real hungry, hunger to incorporate this in a different way. How can people get your book? Uh, through our website, John Paul II Healing Center, through Amazon, through a lot of bookstores around. I'm not sure locally uh, who carries it, but any of those places, Ave Maria Press is the publisher. Uh, if they right. get it through us, they help support the ministry. So uh, we'd appreciate that if they do. Absolutely. You can find it at Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it, they will order it for you, bring it right out to your car uh, for you as well. The book is Be Devoted, Restoring Friendship, Passion, and Communion in Your Marriage. Uh, quite the endorsement up top there from Christopher West. Yeah, uh, Christopher and I taught this together a while back, and some of this material back, and uh, so he's, he's been a good friend. Good stuff, Bob. Bob, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. All right. That's work. Bob at Shoots, everyone. Again, be devoted, restoring friendship, passion, and communion in your marriage. And friends, this is not just for someone that's been married for five years or 10 years or 15, even 20. This is this is a book that uh, I think all of us can benefit from, no matter what stage of marriage that we're in. Hopefully, we're all still trying to grow in our relationships, most especially in our marriage. That doesn't just stop after 30 years. We can continue that passion and that devotion uh, to our Lord with each other. And that's uh, that's the goal that I think Bob was trying to get at. Good stuff coming out of there. I don't know. I mean, you know, when it, when it comes to my marriage, 10 years, we're, we're, look, we're learning every day. You know, this is not just something that, uh, again, you, you just kind of, you find a, a resource or you get taught, you know, right before uh, you get married and, and, you know, marriage prep, quote unquote, is done. My wife and I have found that marriage prep continues. You know, we still, we take a retreat uh, every year together. We try, I mean, of course, you know, the date nights and things that uh, have been able to, we've had to put on hold here has been kind of a, a pain. But at the same time, you know, we realize that uh, it, you know, all the things that we were continuing to do to build the marriage, we've got to get creative now uh, in doing so. But look, marriage prep doesn't stop. And I hope it doesn't stop in your life as well. Big thanks to Bob today.
All right, friends, that puts this show in the books. Thank you for joining me for yet another great week. We're going to continue on with our May theme of the month of Mary. We're trying to book as many uh, guests on to talk about Our Lady, different devotions, different books, different insights of her for the remaining uh, days of this month. Uh, Hopefully, we can deepen our devotion together, especially during this time, and heed the Holy Father's call. Continue to pray the rosary with your family as well or by yourself. The Holy Father has asked the entire church to do so, especially during this time. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.